Hi, I'm Steve Thomas. This is Cacophony. Let's dive into some great music. But first, a warning. This episode contains a witch, the death of a child, and a lesson or two for parents and children alike. Sometimes I come across a piece of music by a famous composer and can't understand how I'd never heard it before. Why didn't I know this? Now there's a whole lot of music out there. Maybe, I'm sure there is, just too much for us all to know. Maybe I just missed this great piece. I mean, there are plenty of pieces by composers whose names and music I think we should know, who ought to be better known. Composers who maybe weren't as good at the game of the music business and who got forgotten. And composers who weren't even allowed to play the game of the music business. Women. Black men. Black women. But today it's just a piece by another dead famous white guy, but a piece that I think doesn't have the fame it should. It's the Noonday Witch, or Noon Witch, by Dvorak, a bloodthirsty morality tale of what happens when you make stuff up and threaten your kids, when they're just being kids. Noon Witch is one of four tone poems written by Antony Dvorak in 1896. They're orchestral pieces with a specific story or programme. He just wrote operas after these, so they turned out to be the last purely orchestral things he wrote. He'd just moved back to Prague after nearly three years living and teaching in New York, where he'd written his most famous symphony, From the New World. That's one of those pieces that almost everyone's heard if you've been on the planet long enough and been in the Western music bit of the planet. So it seems weird to me that the pieces that came next aren't as well known. Whilst in America, Dvorak took a famously deep dive into the music of Native and African Americans. As you'll know if you listen to the last episode, Roots Maneuver, and no worries if not, Dvorak drew a lot of inspiration from folk music and from his Czech, well, specifically Bohemian background. After three years away, perhaps it's no surprise that it was to local material that he turned when he got home. There's an old legend in Eastern Europe of the noon witch, Polednica in Czech, a witch who doesn't come out after dark, appearing instead as a young woman in white, shimmering in the heat haze on summer days, but also as a sinister old crone, like a farmer's wife bent and gnarled from years of work in the fields, leaning on a stick and with a handkerchief on her head, like a woman in an old Blackpool postcard. She gets called upon by mothers who want to keep their children in line. And that's what happens in Carol Airben's poem that Dvorak loosely but thrillingly sets to music. Here's my parenting tip for the day. If you're trying to get lunch on the table and your kid is playing up, maybe they're hungry too. Don't give them a hard time or send them away to play. Give them something to eat to tide them over. And maybe give yourself a moment's breather and get yourself a snack too. It amazes me how often I think my kids are hangry. That dangerous mix of hunger-driven anger and I react badly, and it turns out that I'm a bit hangry too, perhaps even more so. Unfortunately, my parenting advice column wasn't available to the poor mum featured here. She's making lunch. And it's a bucolic opening. Just a few seconds, really, where all is well with the world before the annoying and insistent oboe and flute interruption of the child.
Dad is expected home soon. This is no time to be bothering Mum. Can't you just be quiet for a moment? Go play. If you don't, the noon witch will come and take you. The tension builds, but even after this threat, there's still a playful dance-like element. Maybe the mother's even joking. Surely mum is joking, right? And then the witch appears. Sinister strings. Low bass clarinet. Menacing, but somehow still slightly musically delicious. There's a chase. The mother clings tightly to her child to keep her from the witch's clutches. And the clock strikes twelve. When Dad returns home from work, we're unsuspecting and back in the cheerful countryside world at the opening. The sun is shining, the house is quiet. Maybe he can even smell lunch as he strolls up to the front door. There's no sign of the witch, but his wife is lying fainted, but not dead, on the kitchen floor and the child, underneath, smothered. It's unexpectedly chilling stuff, with a victorious ending for the witch, especially from a composer known for being good-natured and for good-natured music. One of the leading music critics at the time hated it. It is with a strange passion that Dvorak now indulges in ugly, unnatural and ghastly stories, which correspond so little to his amiable character and to the true musician that he is. True musicians shouldn't write explicit musical stories, in this critic's eyes at least. But he was right about the passion that Vorjak indulges. And as ever with Vorjak, it results in brilliant music. True musicians shouldn't write explicit musical stories. But even here, is everything explicit? I've long wondered whether the cat in the hat exists, or whether on that cold, cold, wet day when the sun did not shine... It was the kids who made things up, and the cat up, to excuse the scene of devastation when the parents finally made it home. I'm now wondering the same about the witch. Real? Or imagined after a terrible accident caused by a strung-out mother at the end of her tether? You decide. Click on the links in the podcast notes to have a listen. And then tell me what you think. There are links in the notes with loads of different ways to comment. And a new one in the name of making it even easier. You can now leave me a voice message. No need to type, just tell me you love it. Tell me if you think it's ghastly and unnatural, but do get in touch. Please come back next time for more music and less child death. And thanks for listening. <laughs>